The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. Good morning. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine. This is Get the Funk Out. That was a little bit of Walter Trout, Say Goodbye to the Blues. And before we bring on his lovely wife, Marie Trout, talk about her book, The Blues, Why It Still Hurts So Good, just want to tell you we are right in the middle of our fun drive, and we have some amazing things to give to you. We have great gifts as a way to thank you. And I'm not sure if you know this, but we are a whole staff of volunteers. We have over 120 volunteers here. And I've been here, I think, 10 years. It's hard to believe. And we offer an eclectic alternative variety of shows. If you go to KCI.org, you can uh, see our complete listing. We are looking to raise $12,000. So even a minimum pledge of $35 is a great gift for us and we have gifts for you sheldon abbott is standing by handling the phones we've got t-shirts sports bottles tote bags coffee mugs and even flash drives with logos and for a 50 dollars pledge we'll give you two items and there's for a hundred dollar pledge we have four up to four items and uh, there's all kinds of possibilities so we would love your support if you can give us a call 949-824-5824 Right now, Sheldon Abbott is standing by to take your call. So I'm going to bring um, Marie Trout on the line right now and uh, looking forward to chatting about her book. Good morning, Marie. Hey, how are you, Janine? Great. Thank you so much for calling in. Uh, As I said offline, this book is incredible. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. How long did it take you to write this? Well, it was it was um, the foundation of my PhD dissertation, and so the research was a few years, and then writing it was another uh, another. Uh, yeah. You know, you yeah. have to sort of distill back into what you took out of it, you know, to make a dissertation, so so have it come alive a little bit again. Yes. So that was another couple of years. Yeah. Yeah, I actually went through the dissertation process, so I'm looking at this and I'm thinking. This is amazing qualitative research. Yes, yes, it's a grounded theory study that um, I based the um, the book uh, on. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of um, very thorough investigation, and I thought the, this topic of blues today really uh, deserved that because I didn't find any real literature on what is it blues does to us today. Mm-hmm. That was um, not really investigated thoroughly. Um, there were historical explorations and, um, you know, but but nothing really on current blues fans. And I had, for so many years, I have been in, in the wings of, at Walter's concerts and at many, many blues festivals, and I see, I, I, I see this music do something to people. Yes. And I wanted to dig dig into that. What is that? What is it? Right. What was your first exposure to the blues? Um, well, I grew up in Denmark. Uh, mm-hmm. So um, my first exposure to the blues was really uh, very indirect. Um, I, I heard it through friends and really... Um, 
you know, the, the cream. So the, so the English bands that embraced the blues was my first introduction to it, really. But it didn't come under my skin, really, till um, I was older. I, I had been through college, and all of a sudden I discovered that there was this music that could, that could affect me emotionally in ways that other music couldn't do. And I, yes. I couldn't really explain it, and I didn't really think much about it. Right. Then I happened to fall in love with a, a blues rock <laughs> dynamo, and so, oh, yes. of course, that, that really uh, set the ball in motion for me. I lived in Boston for a long time, and I was taking guitar lessons, and I was learning Stevie Ray Vaughan songs, and it was so powerful to go back to my apartment and crank up that music. It just, it was so moving. And so there's a chapter. What, are the, what is the role of blues today? And you talk about it's fun. Uh, there's a connection. It's an escape. Do you want to talk about that? Sure. Um, well, you know, I, I really like to, to take sort of the, the, the findings, if you will, of what blues fans told me sure. over this study and, and, and shorten it to an acronym, the face of, of blues today, F-A-C-E. And F is the fun aspect, that we let go. We are having a great time. We're not going into a blues concert or, as you said, going home to play, uh, sitting with the amp and the guitar in any way to have a... a you know, psychological experience. We are just having fun with this medium. And that's what blues fans said when they go to a concert. It's, you know, it's fun. It's such a great place to go and just let go. Yes. Yes. Then uh, the A stands for authenticity. There's this honesty and this sense of being real with music. Mm-hmm. There's no pretense. Blues acts are not um, out in spandex and glitter, you know. <laughs> they, they stand there with their faces contorting, and they get into it. You know, it's authentic. They're yes. playing from their heart and soul. And then um, C for connection. We connect to, well, our own emotions, sort of indirectly, but also to others. There's this sense of blues experiences being communal. Whether you sit by yourself and listen to it or play it, there's a sense of connecting authentically to others. Um, and then the escape, of course, the E, where we... we just, as I said, in the fun part as well, well, really let go. Forget about the, the, the things that are going on, but we're doing it in a way that often is a little unusual because blues can often be about the pain we're going through, the sure. difficult things we're going through in life, and blues does not shy away from that. Right. But there's a real cathartic element that we can escape ourselves a little bit by just telling it like it is and say, well, you know, this is what I'm going through, and um, others went through this before me. I'm not alone, and I'm just going to be okay with that, and it gives this sense of release. Yes. You know, the theme of my show is Get the Funk Out, and I'm so fascinated with how people get through really difficult times. Are the the things that you have done to stay, you know, level-headed through times of stress and you know, obviously Walter's health was a huge issue. Oh, it was. And it was interesting how this research that I was, um, I was in the final stages of compiling the research when Walter got really ill, and how the research informed me um, in, in how to get through this very, very difficult thing uh, where Walter needed a liver transplant. And he was so close to dying several times. Oh. And, and it was, it was, Probably one of the hardest things you can go through medically because if you have a cancer diagnosis, you have a 
possible prognosis. You have things that doctors can do, and it can be it can be put in in the works fairly quickly. Sure. But with a liver transplant, you're de- you're depending on a donor being found and being available, and um, you know that is such a wild card. So it's you're living with uncertainty and compiling your your fears and your your agony that you are watching your loved one go through this. And what what happened to me was I had heard blues fans again and again and again uh, say to me that, well, this music was not about denying that there was difficult things in life. It was about saying it and just stating it. Well, yes. you know, it kind of took the, uh, the the most agonizing parts of the pain away that you could just cop to it and, and yes. say, yeah, I, it's it's difficult. I'm going through something difficult. And then others, because you could actually say that, then they can give you proper support. They right. can be there for you, and they can actually have more of a clue of what it is you actually need than when you're trying to tough it out and yes. and just sort of keep up the, the keep the brave face on, sure. you know. So I decided to share what was going on with Walter, and I received such support and Oh, through through me, Walter received this amazing support that sustained us and kept us, and I believe really helped us get through. That's amazing. I know because I like what you're saying. You know, a lot of times I talk about you can't, you should run away from your pain, from your fear, whatever you're going through. You have to just go right through it and just battle through it. You know, to come out. Yeah, yeah, because otherwise we get stuck in it. You know, if we can't walk through our pain, we tend to just get stuck in it. And the blues, you know, it that's really what it's all about. It's about being um, able to state it matter-of-factly, and, um, you know, it takes a sting out, and then others can can rally around you. You're no longer alone, you know. Yes. It's a... It's it's not therapy because that's more of an individual process, but this is a communal process that's quite powerful, and I think was um, not really acknowledged for the power that it has, and that's what I was really hoping that this book could could you know document and say, listen, we have this musical art form that that does things that is quite amazing, and uh, let's celebrate that. Right. As I said to you before we came on, uh, you know, I feel like this could be a college-level course. I mean, people study Madonna, you know. I, I can see this as a college course, and I can also see this as a documentary. Mm. You know? Yeah, well, you know, that's, that's... I actually saw that in my mind's eye as well. What a great testament. What a great story. And, and, and just... Just allowing this music to stand as as um, as still working, as still powerful, give it a contemporary face. I think will yes. also certainly help the blues in it, it, itself. You know, to to continue to have relevance and continue to grow and to continue to uh, go into new um, new demographics because it is mainly. Um, a little bit older audience for the blues today. Sure. I love how you talk about this section, Blues the Healer and John Lee Hooker. I remember learning some of his songs, and this must have been an incredible uh, journey of learning about even your husband, what led him to be this incredible guitarist. (laughs) 
right? Yeah, well, the blues in so many ways saved him. He had a very difficult, traumatic childhood, um, lots of uh, difficult things happening in his home with mm-hmm. divorce and, you know, violence and difficult things. And he found this music, and it allowed him to just say, I, I'm not alone. Yes. I'm not alone. Because, you know, that's what so many of us growing up in, in the 20th and 21st centuries, we feel this profound sense of loneliness, particularly around the, the things that are difficult, that we can't really talk about, that we're not really culturally encouraged to put words on. Um, and and for Walter, there was this music that popped out and yes. grabbed him and said, "It's okay. You can you can be with you can be with you can be with all of us blues men and women through time who have been walking through our blues and who have expressed it and who then share that experience and allow others to come in and not feel alone." I love it. What would you, what would you like readers to get take away from this book? There's so much. Um, you know. I would love for them to just look at themselves and really have that experience of, you know, maybe I can find a way to express things that I tend to hold in. Because when we hold things in, you you know, we are also getting stuck in so many ways. It produces anxiety, produces uh, all kinds of depression and um, difficult feelings. So if we can learn to find safe places where we can let go a little bit more and be authentic and connect to others and to connect to this music, um, that would be wonderful just to have a little bit more of a, an opening. That's what saved Walter and I, and I, I know it can help others as well. And where can people find out more information about you? Well, I have a website, marietrout.com. So um, th- there is a good place, and, okay. and the book is on Amazon, and it's also for sale through through my website. So Wonderful. I would love to invite you to come back on maybe sometime in June or July, because I know this was a short segment. Um, so whenever you have time, I would love it. Oh, I would be honored to come back. Thank Excellent. you so much, Janine. Thank you. Love chatting with you. Okay, okay. thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was author Marie Trout calling in to talk about her incredible book. I had a chance to check out why it still hurts so good. And uh, all the information about her is up on my blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. If you missed any part of this, I have recorded uh, all of today's shows. They will be up on my blog within an hour or so after I wrap. Again, we are right in the middle of our fun drive, and Sheldon Abbott is standing by to take calls. Uh, So if you give us a call, we have some unbelievable premiums from these new t-shirt designs to vintage designs. We've got sport bottles. We've got flash drives. We have some concert tickets. We've got a whole slew of things. And uh, so again, the number 949-824-5824. And I'm going to take a little break. We'll listen to some all some more uh, Walter Trout. And then my next guest, Donna Levin, is calling in to talk about her book, There's More Than One Way Home. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. 